Here we go. Couch Potato Radio. Derek Hansen with you. Dave Schultz co-hosting with me today. We're going to have a lot of fun. Got a lot to cover. We'll do it for you. 237-5948-1-800-880-5346. Vikings lose. A tough way to go. Jordan Love playing okay for the Packers. Just not good enough. Thank you so much for being with us again. Two three seven five nine four eight. You can always text. We got a few to read here. Three five two seven zero. Derek Hansen, Dave Schultz. Thanks so much for being with us. This is a great our, your big debut here for the after Vikings <clears throat> whining session here on uh, KFG. Uh, Derek, this is awesome. Thanks for having me. And <laughs> no, I'm sitting in a I'm sitting in an in- interesting chair. It's, it gives me goosebumps when you just said that because someone who looks very you know looked very similar to you well, obviously a little heavier, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes. But hey, you know, I'm looking at KFGO, the mighty 790, and I'm looking at those that phone number. Can I just say it once? Just yeah, please do. Yeah. Two three seven five nine four eight. Calling at one eight hundred eight eight zero five three four six. Yes. Obviously, Ed Schultz, his father, the late great Ed Schultz, uh, made that uh, chair famous on News and Views all those years, and uh, Joel Heitkamp carrying on that tradition. Thanks Absolutely. so much for being here. What what a well, a great time and so much to get to. You've been busy. You just uh, got off, uh, and I think you made it pretty public. I think a few stories on, on Channel Six. I think did a little yeah. story about you going and. Making the uh, chasing your dream for one last time. I think it's a great thing, something your your family and you will remember forever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my wife and I had long discussions about it, and I after my dad passed and her dad passed in the same year, we just kind of looked at things differently. And and I left my job at Maple River, and we gave it a shot this year. Uh, the kids weren't in school yet, so if we were ever gonna, ever going to do it, it was going to be this year. So we went on a two month trip out of here in the winter, and and I, I worked hard to get my game back. And I got to a level where I was playing pretty well and ready for Q school. And, and uh, you know, I didn't play well at first stage of Q school, so I didn't get through. And and that was it. And uh, But I'm, I'm thrilled that we gave it a shot this year. And, you know, I was 38 this year, and, and it was a lot different doing it now than it was in my late 20s. And I learned a lot, and, and I'm at peace with it, and that's the main thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's one of those things, too, where you, now you know, right? And yeah, for sure. I mean, there was one trip down to Yankton, South Dakota. I've stayed with a great family down there, but I woke up the fifth morning of being there of, of seven days. And I'm like, man, am I missing the girls, yeah. you know? And I got back and all three of my little girls were, it just felt like they were completely different than the week before, you know, they're growing up so right. fast. And uh, it's, like I said, it's different at 38. I mean, man, the Aleve was a, a hot, uh, it was a hot b- bottle in my, in my bag, man. <laughs> it, I was sore all summer long. It's, it's different to go out and play once or twice a week. You feel fine, but you go out and play four round tournament. You got to get up the next day and go practice. And uh, that was, it just, my body couldn't take it. I, I I wasn't feeling the way I thought I'd I'd feel at the end of the year. It's funny you say that because uh, people always look at these zero uh, points as kind of the like oh thirty and forty. And I said, yeah, for me, it was like when your car hits a hundred thousand miles and the check engine light comes on. It was thirty five. It's like yeah, I can't stay up at the bonfire at the lake until three in the morning anymore. It was just it was like everything shut down and everything ached a little bit more. And so what, whatever it is, thirty my my forty the fives have been hurting me a lot more than zeros <laughs> at the end for whatever reason. Well, eight got me yeah. thirty eight. Now it was yeah. I, I was glad I did it, uh, but I was down at first stage of Q school in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I'm walking up the range, and obviously I, I know I'm thirty eight, and maybe nobody else does on the range, but they're all twenty five 
five and under, and, and then you got an ounce of fat on them. And I'm like, man, I, this is going to be a heavy lift. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, no at peace with it, and the, and the players are so good nowadays. Isn't I mean, it amazing? You know, you got to be, you got to be great. You got to be great at the right time, and and so, um, you know, I was happy where I got my game back too. But you know, I have so much respect for the guys that have out there and, and made it and are still playing and still playing. I mean, what Hoagie and Amy uh, Olson have have done is <clears throat> the superlatives. You, you can't say enough about what they've they've been able to accomplish and stay out on their tours. It's unreal. Well, and you know Tom pretty well, and he is grinding. Yeah, he, I mean, it, he it's grinding. not easy. I actually, caddy form uh, yeah. in Tampa this March, and it was really fun to be out on the PGA Tour. And I tell you what, the other guys on tour, they stop and they watch him because he, when he hits it, it's a different sound. He's just an absolute phenomenal ball striker. Obviously, he's on the PGA Tour, but yeah, I mean, successful careers, uh, multi millions of dollars from Fargo. That's awesome. That's a great story there. Let me put your uh, former quarterbacking hat on today after uh, watching that uh, game. Do you? I want to get your thoughts on it because I, you know, I play armchair quarterback, second guess uh, play calling as much as uh, you know as anyone out there, and I'm sure you do too, as someone who played the game at a much higher level than I ever did at the high school level. I, I, it's it's frustrating when I. It feels like when the Vikings get a league lead that they are playing not to lose. And I think when you have a weapon like Justin Jefferson and to compliment him, Adam Thielen, I understand you got Delvin Cook. But, man, first down, you're going to run the ball all the time. And then I thought the the worst play of the game was after the swing pass that Delvin Cook did not work, they decided in overtime after getting the big interception to hand the ball off again up the middle. Go win the bleeping game. You got to go win the game. You have some, You have talented wide receivers Use them, target them downfield, please. They've got the talent to 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 make the plays. You know, Kirk. I think he really goes for the completion. I, I mean, he, he's very checked on Charlie. This is what they call him in Washington. Yeah, he's checked down. He likes that completion percentage. It's not a bad thing to protect the football, but you got to go out and win the game. And let me go forward to that. You're on the road. Uh, Baltimore just scored touchdowns on their last three possessions. And somehow, no offense, Vikes, but somehow we score a touchdown to tie the game right. 31-all. You have the, your destiny in your hands right there at that moment. If I'm Ziggy Wolf in the owner's box, I'm thinking, I'm paying for all this. Go for two. Yeah. You know, and it's not like it's, it's sneaking up on you. It wasn't a long play. You were slowly driving down the field. You work on this in practice. You're going to have short, you know, you're going to have those two-point conversion plays ready to go. you got to have a play ready to go. You got to be, and that's what you're saying. You're playing not to lose. You got to play to win the game. Go for two. Well, here's the thing. I, the only thing I think that they're maybe we're thinking there is if you get the one, which is no guarantee anyway, this day and age in the NFL, right? We've seen that how many times is that, well, we got to make sure that Justin Tucker doesn't come down and, and win the game anyway. Or, well, they could have done that anyway. I mean, Absolutely. I, I mean, it doesn't matter at that no. point. I, I don't, I agree with you on the road. I'm, I wouldn't even mind if a home coach decided, hey, we're going to win it here. P.J. Fleck made that mistake against Maryland last year in the short and Big Ten season. When you're on the road, you go for two. I, I would say it every time. If you lose it there, hey, you try it. You know? Well, look at the difference in co- what John Harbaugh do on fourth down in his own territory a few times today. He's playing to win the game. If I'm Lamar Jackson, if I had him as quarterback, I would too. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, their their offense sometimes looks like it's a design broken play. Mm-hmm. you know. But he's he's got such a talent there at quarterback. You can turn a three or four yard loss into a three or four yard gain, uh, but I think the Vikings on the road that you, you haven't the t, the defense was gas, man. 
They were just absolutely. Standing straight well, up. that they, ten minute drive, it was oh, that, that was a killer. The yeah. defensive line, I mean, they were just standing up as soon as they got hit off, off the ball, and they were running for Bell was running for four or five yards every single time, and it's it's tough to it's tough for four quarters. I mean, they held them in nice the first half. It's tough for four quarters against Lamar Jackson. So I'm just, I mean, I man, you got a chance to win the game, get up by one. You know, if you lose the game that way, okay. All right, we, we went for it. We tried to win the game. But that's the kind of stuff that's going to get a guy fired if he's not willing to make, take a right. chance like that. I agree. I mean, well, and I think when you have the lead, you have to be aggressive. To me, I know he, that uh, Mike Zimmer wants to run the ball, and I, I'd love to know how much influence he has, how much he is in Clint Kubiak's ear about what to pl- play. You know, because it, it just seems so odd in certain situations that right. you, well, you, you, cause you got to keep on going. I said this to me. The long Delvin Cook run was set up by the bomb to just Justin Jefferson. Sometimes you need to pass to set up the run because yeah. they're always expecting them to run the ball. Yeah, through. well, they put Madison in there and then they sent him up the you know the guards rear end too. <laughs> know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they 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 want to keep tight ashes. I don't get that. At yeah, all. no, and I, I I don't mind. You know, I want to spread it out, but I these two yard flat passes or even passes that are behind the line of scrimmage, like the bubble screen, the suit that UND used to run back in right. the early two thousands or a, a pass to Phil more bubble screen. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's trying to get the ball downfield. I was happy that I'm, I'm glad that they threw it to Jefferson on that fourth down where they did score Yeah, coming down. They did. They went to their stud. A beautiful play. Yep. Yeah. They, he, he threw a nice out to him on the fourth and nine, but I mean, it's, Look, if you win the game, there's a lot of things you just don't. But now we're nitpicking everything, right? But I think the bottom line is you had a chance to win the game at the end of the fourth quarter. Text message comes in, 35270. Derek, I don't think Zimmer's a terrible head coach, but I think there are 31 of them in the NFL that are better. He's proven he can't manage a game or uh, especially with a lead. Well, I agree with you. I think think he plays. And he's not the only coach in the NFL to kind of play not to lose, right? Whether it be prevent defense or running, you know, being too conservative offensively, not keeping the pedal to the metal, you kind of have to do that. So I get that. I don't know if there's, you know, all 31 are better than him. But uh, he's a great defensive mind. He's been a defensive coordinator. He was a defensive coordinator during the – year that they won the Super Bowl. He was part of those Super Bowl teams back in the 90s, so he knows what he's doing. The frustrating thing is I, I think you have to be balanced on offense in the NFL. You just have to be. you, you got to have both a passing game and a running game, and sometimes you need to push the passing game to set up the running game. That's just the way it is. Bill, fr- Bill Walsh proved that in the 80s. Yeah, it's frustrating for Vikings fans because I, f- I feel like we all know we have the, the talent is there. The talent is there to, mm-hmm. to run – to run these plays, to run the offense, um, and the defense, they did a they did a great job today against Lamar Jackson on the road. Um, a couple of turnovers. That was a great play by that rookie safety to come over and interception before the half. And then obviously uh, Barr's pick uh, in in overtime was well. That should have won a, the game for yeah. You. It was a great it was a great individual effort. But they they did a pretty good job on the road in Baltimore. Uh, it's too bad they didn't get the win. I mean, it would have been nice to get back to 500 and and feel like you got a better chance the rest of the year. You know, it's funny you mentioned that too about the 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 bar pick. So the defense makes the play, right? Yeah. So so they make the play, and you think about the two turnovers last week against Dallas, where they got goose egged. I mean, you this league is meant to win games on points off of turnovers. I, 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 this game, I should say, not this league. Yep. The game is the game of football. I don't care what level you're at. Scoring points off turnovers is probably the most important 
stat after the score. I've said that for years. It's a game of momentum, right? Yes. Absolutely. And, and to not get points off of those three turnovers the past two weeks is crucial. And then they got another one that they only got three off only the Only got three. And right? they left enough and they threw they threw uh two passes there on out of those three downs and you know they uh they left left a minute and a half on the clock, so what Baltimore do? They went down and scored before the half. Yep. You know, and oh, a killer. Yeah, yeah, and that's happened to them. That cost them the Arizona game. Mm-hmm. That you know, I mean, the, those end of first half drives have really been a, a bugaboo. So, so there's two, two ways to look at it. He makes that great play before the half, right? And you want to get a touchdown. You know, it'd be great to go up twenty-one-three going into halftime. And so they make those play calls we want them to do. A couple passes, right? Well, now there's still a minute, minute and a half right. left on the clock. So, you know, you can't have it both ways. I mean, would it be bad to? to run the clock down a little bit and kick a field goal with maybe 40 seconds left on the clock where Baltimore couldn't have another chance to, to score before the half because we were getting the ball to start the second half. Yep. You know? So. And that's that's always a tough thing. I think a lot of coaches, if they are getting the ball in the second half, they don't want to press it many times. That's kind of how it goes sometimes. But, yeah, it's it goes back to, again, not trusting your weapons. And I, I think that Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are just underutilized right now. They're, they they got to get them in a situation where they need to attack attack him to go and really set up that running game. Uh, let's see. Uh, Derek, stop with Zim being a great defensive mind. He loses double-digit leads. He gets whacked by a, a squad QBs. The league has Zim. Uh, and you know, Well, I'll say this, too. He, his resume is pretty good defensively, right? I mean, it's just all there is to it. I mean, I'm going back to his defensive coordinator days. There's a lot of defensive coordinators. I mean, I remember Tony Dungy getting schooled sometimes in many games. You know, you look at uh, up in Buffalo, Leslie Frazier is running a masterful thing up there at times to cover two defense for the Vikings. I mean, they the offenses are pretty good. The quarterbacks are pretty good in this league right now, too. They're going to get you once in a while. So I agree with you that he may be a little bit, but he's had a pretty good resume over his career. He's got uh, some Super Bowl runs. I think he could go from, <clears throat> if it happens, he could go a guy out as head coach at uh, Minnesota Vikings to a guy high on the list for a defensive coordinator somewhere Tomorrow. else in the league. That's, that's, I think that's what he'll be doing next year. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think he'll get fired at the end of uh, – I don't think he'll get fired during the season unless things just totally, the wheels totally come out. They're losing all these close games, but I think this might be it. We, we shall see. Greg is with us, been patiently waiting. Hello, Greg. Yeah, good evening, guys. See, we were watching the the, the end of the Viking game uh, in a, in a uh, fitness center, and there was no sound, and uh, there wasn't any benefit of the uh, uh, – Oh, that uh, the announcers, read out, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are they have that scroll? You know, at the bottom. Anyway, uh, we were uh, we were wondering. Um, uh, okay, the, uh, they tried. Uh, Baltimore tried their last. Uh, it, was, it was fourth down, and there was. I looked up, and it was like six, five, four. The clock ran down. Why not? Did the Vikings? Did they have an available timeout where they they could have made them punt? They could have made them punt. They could have sent the house. And made them punt and and maybe block the kick. You know the old Matt Blair and no, Bobby Bryant no, loops it up. The punt. I'm no not... timeouts left. Well, you end, know because it was fourth at, down. At the it end of regulation, down. I think he's what he's saying. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think the Vikings had. Down. They're out of timeouts. I think they're out of timeouts. Oh no, timeouts! And one more, one more question. You know they're running, they're running tight ends uh, in there like uh, like Macy's uh, Thanksgiving sales. And uh, <laughs> boy, you know they they kind of wish they maybe would have had Greg. Uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph back. Uh, I mean, uh, they they can't find a tight end uh, in, in the Continental 
48 United States, and and they, and they they're they're hauling in tight ends left and right, and uh, yeah, well, they've had some injuries. You know, they ran, yeah. Oh, they ran. Rudolph was injury prone. Oh okay. no, no, no! Well, th- thanks off your phone call, Greg. What I'm saying is, if Ersmith Jr. being hurt screwed that whole plan up. I mean, just all there is to it. I mean, him him getting knocked out for the season most definitely killed that. And then Ben Elson comes in; he's more of a blocking guy anyway, out of Holly, Minnesota. And then he gets injured. I, I do think that if you look at uh, uh, Tyler Conklin, he's actually done a pretty good job. Pretty I mean, good job. I mean, I, I've been impressed by him. But uh, to your point, uh, Greg, unfortunately, it's just it's not the. It's not just Kyle Rudolph. I think it was time for him with his contract and all that to move on. I wasn't really impressed with him when the Giants were on Monday Night Football that much. Let's go to Will. Will, thanks for being with us here on Couch Potato Radio. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to throw some comments in. You bet. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I would say Conklin has probably been one of the few, and I mean, I do mean few, pleasant surprises for the Vikings this year, but. I guess I'm calling because I'll straight up admit, I even when they were up 24-10, I just had better things to do than watch them today. So I only kind of <laughs> ducked in or, or, or glanced in, you know, about maybe a half a dozen times for a minute here, a minute there on a beautiful fall day. Right. Um, but I can tell you this, I did listen to probably 50-60% over the radio, you know, to Paul Allen, the you know, the, the game broadcast while doing other tasks. But let me get to the point. It's time to call zeros and move on from the Spielman, Zimmer, I don't know, whatever else you want to call it. It's regime change time. Right. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> it, it's not going anywhere. It's not successful. Um, people will call and offer alibis and excuses and evidences on their behalf, but it's just not happening. And probably, I guess, having been a Viking fan for like 35 years or close to that, I don't know, something like that. But I'm so tired of seeing them snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> and they're doing it at a <laughs> – and they're doing it at a um, what feels like an epic pace this season. Oh, My yeah. goodness. Right? They're snake and, bit. And, <laughs> Right, right. So anyway, I guess, you know, I, I, I just, it, it seems like it's just run its course. This, um, you know what I mean? The, uh, the group of, um, uh, I, I don't know if you want to call it leadership or. No, I mean, you're talking the, Spielman. The and, and, yeah, I mean, there's yep. three guys here. Thanks a lot for your phone call, Will. There's three guys here. It, it comes down to Cousins, Spielman, and Zimmer. Whether they like it or not, they're attached at the hip by the contracts that they've signed in the past couple of years and re up. And. I think at the end of the season, we'll find out. Do you yeah, think I mean, it'll happen before, David? Or? I don't think so. You know, they're good football. I mean, they've got the talent. They're in these games. They're not getting blown out. It's not like a right. – we, we go into these games knowing the Vikings are good enough to win, but they don't. They're, some teams are good. Some teams know how to win, and some teams, they look at the wall and they drive into the wall, and, and that's what the Vikings are. They just can't get – they can't get over the hump. They can't win these close games, and it's frustrating as a fan because you know they've got the talent to do it. Um, and, and that's why I come back to this. It's just a, it's the call. Go for two. <laughs> well, go. Yeah, go for well, and it changes everything. It really it changes does. the feel in the locker room. It changes the flight home. It changes talk radio. You know, it, it just it changes the whole complexion of the season if you go for it and you get it. And that's what the Vikes needed. The Vikes needed a shot in the arm this season, and they didn't have the guts to go for it. Yeah. Well, 
And I, I think along with that, you're angry about that one. The second down call running the ball and where they just seemed like they were content trying to grind it out in overtime. You can't do that. You got to be aggressive. You got to go the way you did right before the end of regulation there and keep going and, and passing yeah. the ball and trying to get downfield there a little bit. Petre is with us. Long time no talk, Petre. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Good. Good. You guys maybe kind of touched. I don't know if you talked about this sequence. Um, Zimmer uh, could school me 10 different ways on how to run the double A that blitz and everything else football. I'm not trying to act like a great football mind. And then maybe some have already talked about his clock management. The one that just floors me is after Bynum's interception. And they run cook. You know, you're down. And it's, it's what it is, is it's football with it. Take a shot. Yeah, I'm just understanding what, what what happened there was Cook ran on the first play, and you're down at the other team's 16-yard line. So you're already in the red zone with about a minute 40 to go in the half. And you, and you call a timeout immediately. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> what's the point of that? You know, let some clock run out. Have we not seen this movie before? Exactly. <laughs> it's, yes. today's, it's, it's today's NFL where if you give an Aaron Rodgers, a Lamar Jackson, a Tom Brady, a whomever, a minute, minute 10, they're going to drive the field. That's absolutely right. You run the clock down. 100%. Why would you call a timeout there? I don't know. Because one of, one of a handful of things are going to happen. You, you've got, what, six or seven plays at the 16-yard line, because if you make a first down, obviously you get a whole new set of downs. You're not going to need a minute for it. You're, you're, you're maybe going to need a minute, so run some time off. It makes absolutely no sense. And the other thing I'd like you guys to touch on, and, and this is not delusional Vikings fan thing, believe me. I look at the, you know, isn't it funny how they're one game out of a playoff spot right now? One game. If this was week 14 or week 15, we'd be like, oh, all in. Hey, we're one game out. We're one game out of a playoff spot with eight games to go. Oh, yeah. Isn't that frightening? Isn't well, that frightening? That's the problem and, with having you know, seven teams in, too. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I agree. But you know what, though? You look at it and you say, who are you really afraid of? Because part of me would think, okay, you know, you think back to 1989 when a wild card would get in and they'd have to go to San Francisco and get destroyed 40 yeah. percent. This isn't that NFL anymore. You you think, oh, they've got all these tough games coming up, you know, the Chargers and the Packers and whatnot. They've already played teams just as good as them and have lost in overtime to those teams. The Bengals, the Browns, the the Cowboys, the you know, the today with the Ravens. I mean. It doesn't really matter the strength of schedule. This team is good enough to play against those teams. They just keep shooting themselves in the foot. Yep, and absolutely. it's boneheaded plays like the end of the first half. And that's, It's just it's, it's nauseating. You can still play aggressive to win at the end of the first half, but also have smart clock management. I mean, it's it's a balance. Yeah, and I'm not even, talk, and I'm not even talking about when they got the ball back with 20 seconds. I, I'm okay with taking a knee there. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, that's, you know, he neither here nor there. I'm talking about when you get that big interception, you run a play, and then you're calling timeout. It's like, well, who are you saving this time for? You're doing, you're doing, you're doing Baltimore a favor, and that's not 2020 hindsight thinking. I think everybody could see that. I'm looking at that thinking, you're just saving two more time for Baltimore. Well, two more, and I got here. two things on this too. There's a thing that they always talk about is uh, after you get a turnover, right? I mean, and, and you and. and you got to go for it. And every time they get a turnover, they want to run the ball. They got the turnover and they ran the ball right away after they got the, the rookie gets the interception. Then Barr makes the play. I don't know if you caught Ben Lieber right after the game and he was on the sidelines. He said on the radio, I couldn't believe it. I was going to grab the cut of it. He said, 
they didn't they weren't ready. Like they didn't think they were gonna get on the field. They thought whatever that you know Justin Tucker was gonna get a field goal and be a touchdown. So they're all looking wow. for their helmets. <laughs> they didn't have a play that's called, oh, and they and gosh. that's why they had to call the timeout. I should I should have found that audio. I'll play it tomorrow on Jack Michael's show in the noon oh, hour. Oh, because, because <laughs> you got to be in the game. I mean that was so they weren't ready. So they had almost had a delay game penalty. So it would have been first and fifteen. They call a timeout, and then what's the, what's the great play that they do out of that timeout? A little <laughs> swing pass over to Cook. That hasn't worked all year long. I mean, that the bubble. <laughs> that hasn't worked all year long. Bubble ball. I know Musman was talking about that quite a bit, but it was just ridiculous. So, and then they run the ball the second down. That to me, outside of not going for two, the run on second down may have been one of the worst play calls since Bob Schnelker. And that's you know, there, there's some pretty heady company of some bad that's play calls. Lot, Derek. Uh, uh, and, well, just quickly, who do you think? Who do you think out of this, you know, collection of clowns is going to be worthy of that seventh playoff seed? And I'm serious. You know, you'll have your four division winners and then probably in L.A. or in Arizona, whoever doesn't win the West as one wild card, a New Orleans, maybe if they get themselves back on track as another. Who do you have left? I mean, you have Atlanta, Carolina, you know, Philadelphia. I mean, which of those teams? I mean. That's why I'm saying the Vikings are just sitting there with it for the taking, and yeah. they just keep shooting. Them I don't think the Vikings play. need to fear anybody at all. No, I, I mean, but, I mean one of those one of those teams I just mentioned has got to get that seventh seed. I mean, who's it going to be? They're all pretty. Incarnate word. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be it's going to be very similar to that uh, Thanksgiving weekend with some of these teams in the FCS playoffs that have no business being in the Absolutely. FCS playoffs. So, very good, Petre. Thanks so much. I do Thanks, appreciate guys. it. Dave Schultz, Derek Hansen, with you here on Couch Potato Radio. We've got a few minutes left here. It flies by, doesn't it? It does. A lot of fun. 237-5948. Uh, Couch Potato Radio, Derek, maybe you can answer this, Dave. What is Lamar Jackson's record as a QB compared to uh, Kirk Cousins the same amount of time? Mike Hughes, anyone? Uh, Hughes is playing right now for Kansas City. I don't know what that is off the top of my head. I'm guessing Lamar Jackson has more success. I would hope so anyway, with the way things are going. I mean, Kirk was on some pretty bad Washington teams, but he got a lot of numbers. You know, Kirk Cousins is a dream for fantasy football players, right? So that's why so many guys I like have him. his point per completion. Yeah. <laughs> Not 25 yards plus. I mean, he's throwing it. He's throwing it 15 yards laterally. That was the big. Uh, that even more for in this game. That was the biggest issue I had on Sunday night last Sunday night football. I mean, there was nothing down. It was it was a horizontal offense as bad as I've ever. I seen. I don't know. It was, it was 11 on the Cowboys. They made him look like right the Hall of Famer. Well, yeah, right now. exactly because he could read what was coming because we could read what was coming at home. It's yeah, just, we're not experts and we knew what was coming. That's right. Pathetic. Couple more minutes left here, then we got to face a nation. Finishing up, uh, boy, the Missouri Valley Football Conference—they show that anyone can beat anyone. I mean, it's just like the old NCC. Why know. wasn't that sold out? Why wasn't that sold out Deer at hunting, I, I suppose. I suppose. But it was a perfect day for a college football game. Well, it, it looked like a beautiful setting anyway. But yeah. I. I, I I was at the Bison Wrestling to do the public address there. You know, they had a, I thought they had a good crowd in spite of the fact that there's a, the Jackrabbits game that, on TV for everyone here. Yeah. And there's also deer hunting. That's so. true. Yeah. That's and true. deer hunting's been the, you know, that's been pretty undefeated, untied. Is it, you know, I. Probably, I, there's probably deer in the back of trucks coming home right now. <laughs> there's no question about it. We have deer hunting between guys still trying to finish up their corn harvest that I saw driving yeah. in, and, and a lot of orange and pickups on my way in from Barnesville. Trust me, yeah, we had a lot of so people certainly uh, 
Uh, be careful out there. We'll finish things up. This is a snarky text. Derek, at least we got the Gophers. Guess not. I would. I saw that as a Gopher fan. I oh was gosh. nervous about that all week long. Brett Bielema has our number for one thing, going back to his days of Wisconsin, and that was brutal. That speaking of bad offenses and not trying to do anything downfield, I don't. I just don't get it. That was hard. <laughs> that was bad. fourteen to nine, Illinois. Yes, it was so bad. I'm sure a lot of Minnesota fans were chalking up the W before that game, and it, well, it, 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 that was that was a tough one. It was a classic trap game. You're a 14 point favorite at home. Oh. Oh. <laughs> And then you got Iowa the next week at Kinnick, right? Right. So you knew that this would be a problem, that, you know, they're they're looking at Iowa thinking they have a chance to win the West if they can win the next two games. Oh, yeah, we got to deal with Illinois, who, by the way, beat Penn State. So obviously they have something. They lost to Rutgers. I mean, who can figure out some of these college football games? It's nuts. Alabama almost lost, too. That yeah, was LSU played them tough, and it's just, it's college football. I mean, you get – it's it's tough to know exactly what you're getting gonna get every week, but uh, the good thing is we're leaving here tonight knowing exactly what we're gonna get from the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, if we don't have overtime the next time, it won't be next week because it's a late game. But uh, you want to come back and do this? Again? Absolutely, this is a lot of fun. This is thanks a blast. for having me. Thanks so much, Dave Schultz, Derek Hanson, Couch Potato Radio. Sunday night football coming up six thirty tonight. Face the Nation coming up right before that. Thanks for being with us here on Couch Potato Radio on KFGO.